Attention to the song. All of the CO2 we're jamming, and the coal fired cannon, and all the rivers we slamming and salmon we damming. It's a calamity. All the energy for humanity. Our world we cramming and scamming so we can leave a ram ramming on the dark side of the planet. Damn it, the bats don't need the light, but we're leaving it on all night. Raccoons don't need your iTunes. Come on and make it back off tonight. tonight, tonight. Don't you kill a what I say. Why you kill a what? Turn it off. No brown out, no black out. Don't you kill a what I say. Why you kill a what? Turn it off. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Don't kill a watt. Don't kill a watt. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste energy. That's yeah. like... That was a donation from... Yeah, that was a donation from Million Dollar Mile. Million Dollar Mile is the, yeah. the band? Yeah, that's the name of the band. It's a Million Dollar... Or, excuse me, Million Dollar Nile. Nile. <laughs> I forgot because it's a pun, you know. Nile, Mile. MillionDollarNile.com. There you go. And they've got a bunch of cool songs like that on that album they sent us. Uh, we'll be playing some of those on future shows because it's good stuff. I mean, it's it, anytime we can play good music or ecological themes, but when we get both in a single uh, package. And funny. <laughs> yeah, and funny. For me, it's critical. Doom and gloom with a sense of humor, right? Yes. <laughs> Don't kill a watt. Today is friday september 25th yes it is have you been enjoying fall i have yeah it's been a few days of fall now yeah, uh, a few days of fall it really started to feel like it too right about at the autumn equinox yeah it was just like <laughs> it, it amazes me when nature listens to man-made time <laughs> yeah i have this theory though you know how climate change is destabilizing the whole planet Maybe since Southern Illinois was already destabilized, it's going to make it more normal. <laughs> like Ooh. exactly on the equinox, it's going to start getting a little more rainy and cool, and then like it's just going to be perfectly smooth season transitions. Um, dream on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm dreaming. It's probably going to be the opposite, but we can dream. Well, today we can dream because today is Love Note Day. Yes. So if you want to send me a love note. <laughs> Ideally, um, well, you could send the station a love note. Yeah. Because a lot of people pledged money for the station, so they could send a love note with a cash check uh -huh. in it. Or yes. just, you know, $100 bills work, too. But Those are my favorite kind of love notes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. They're okay. But I like ones that have, like, depth and, you know, yeah. poetry. If it, I my favorite, I guess then are depth and poetry that also include a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Today is also National One Hit Wonder Day. Ah. Uh, 
the anniversary of the first woman Supreme Court justice. That's a good one. Yes, and coming up tomorrow, um, the Family Health and Fitness Day. Um, <laughs> Only in the U.S. Only in the U.S.A. Everyone else can be lazy. Uh, Fish Amnesty Day. Which is funny because it's also National Fishing and Hunting Day. Yes. <laughs> there can be a debate between the two holidays. <laughs> it's like it's thinking about fishing and hunting, but don't bring the fish home. Uh, maybe it's the hunter, the fishers who like they catch the fish and then they put it back. You get amnesty today. You get to go. Ah, so you can go fishing, but you don't bring them home. <laughs> yeah, you All let right. them live. <laughs> so it's also National Public Lands Day. Sunday is Ancestor Appreciation Day, because if we didn't have ancestors, we wouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it is Gold Star Mother's Day, Kiwana's Kids Day, St. Vincent de Paul Feast Day, World Tourism Day. That's Sunday, and Yom Kippur begins at sunset on Sunday. Yes, and then on uh, Monday, Family Day, a day to eat dinner with your children. It doesn't say to eat children. It says uh, they eat dinner with, with your, your children. children. <laughs> it's uh, National Good Neighbor Day. So maybe you can invite them over to eat dinner with your children. Yes, and it's also um, Maritime Day, UN World Maritime Day. And... Um, Wednesday is National Women's Health and Fitness Day and the anniversary of the Gutenberg Bible. Huh. Uh, on Thursday is the UN International Day of Older Persons. So if you know someone older than you, <laughs> that it's uh, World Vegetarian Day. And oh, it's the anniversary of the CD player. We just used one of those a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah, I was going to say they're outdated now. Nobody uses CD players. Except us. So... Um, all right, let's get into some happenings. Those were some um, holidays today and coming up. Today is a regularly scheduled event, International Coffee Hour from 3 to 5 in the Northwest Annex Building B, mixed with students and people from all over the world. Yes, so we also have the Critical Mass Bike Ride. Uh, today they meet at 5 p.m. at the Student Center, uh, for the critical mass, people getting out on their bikes and riding together. This may be the one of the last ones of the year. Who knows? Because generally, it dwindles as the weather gets worse. Right? Yeah, gets harder to ride when the roads get icy. So this is going to be a big one. So rice and spice international slow food dinners today from six to nine p.m. at the Guy House Interface Center. This week's theme for rice and spice is live and raw foods. Have a hearty salad of fresh vegetables and greens, as well as corn on the cob, gazpacho, and sun tea, <laughs> pending availability of the sun. <laughs> yes. Well, you can have soaked tea if you just let it soak <laughs> long enough. Yeah, you can let it soak. So we may have soaked tea instead of sun tea looking outside today. <laughs> so. <laughs> so other happenings, uh, the Film Friday series... Uh, big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. That's uh, coming up at 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, the Yes Men Fix the World. Now, I, I, I love these guys, the Yes Men. Uh, they're, they're usually pretty funny. And a Andy Picklebaum and Mike Bonino. Andy and Mike have an unusual hobby, posing as top executives of corporations that they hate. Yes Men lie their way into business conferences and parody their corporate targets in ever more extreme ways. 
basically doing everything that they can to wake up their audiences to the danger of letting greed run our world. That's tonight at 7 p.m., Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington. Uh, one of my favorite things about them is how oh, they tend to be accepted as the real person. Like, you know, they'll say these outlandish things about selling votes online and, like, food being made out of ground-up uh, poo, you know. And people will just listen and sort of nod and, like, you know, huh, that's an interesting new idea. Well, ha- well if you stay tuned for the news, we're going to have two news articles about them. Oh, okay. Because in this last week, they've made it, they've not only got arrested, but they've managed to punk by producing a million copies of the New York Times or the New York Post. The New York Post, <laughs> completely fake New York Post. They put it everywhere. <laughs> 2,000 volunteers spread it out all over the city. Yeah. Okay, about so, how the world is ending because of climate change. So they're making stay mischief. tuned for the news. <laughs> in other happenings, Farmer's Market. Get your veggies while they're hot. Wait. <laughs> now that's in climate change, while they're hot. While they're cool and refreshing and crisp. Um, let's see. Fall, probably going to get some pumpkins and squash and a lot of colorful stuff. That is on the west side of town for, and the center of town from 8 until noon. Farmer's Market, fresh veggies for your tummy. Well, for your mouth, too. <laughs> yes. And uh, speaking of noon on Saturdays, uh, there's the Vigil for Peace. That happens every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. on the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. Uh, That's by the Town Square Pavilion, for those of you who don't know. And speaking of Saturday, (laughs) you're invited to the Green Homes Festival in Midtown St. Louis. Free admission, free parking. It's a giant green street fair. They literally close down the street. Over 75 exhibitors and 28 expert workshops on solar energy, home energy efficiency, transportation alternatives, recycling, composting, green building, even keeping backyard bees and chickens. There's the sustainable stuff, the green craft fair. There's The one I like is for the kids. They actually get a city bus and they, um, what is it, color by numbers. They actually draw it out, or no, they just draw out and then the kids color in the picture huh. all over the whole bus um, build and race a solar car and print pictures with sunlight more information greenhomesstl.org sounds pretty exciting and speaking of sounding exciting <laughs> <laughs> we're not very good with these segues <laughs> well we always we, we can come up with some segue it's not necessarily the most creative one <laughs> but speaking of exciting events and green events the Heartland Solar Tour is almost here Saturday, October 3rd, that's uh, next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., homeowners across southern Illinois are opening their homes to showcase renewable energy. This fun event takes place in some 3,000 communities across America. Uh, We invite you to join us. The Heartland Solar Tour is part of the National Solar Tour. It offers open house tours to show how you can use solar energy and energy efficiency to reduce your monthly utility bills and help tackle climate change. The exciting part is solar energy prices from last year to this year have decreased by 30%. Yes. <laughs> and, and so. And the federal incentives have increased also, too. That's true, yeah. So now's an, now's an excellent time to go solar. <laughs> so for more information on this, uh, and don't forget it's on uh, next Saturday, October 3rd, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and you can call 1-800-229-0453, 
or you can visit www.heartlandsolartour.org for home listings, directions, and information. I mean, it's pretty exciting that homeowners are actually willing to open their homes and, you know, talk about what they have. I mean, people don't open their homes for very many things. Yeah, so it's good that they volunteer in that way. This Saturday, the Southern Illinois Metalsmith Society will join with the Neighborhood Food Co-op for free cheese and fantastic art together at Turley Park this Saturday during the Southern Illinois Metalsmith Society's Fine Art Auction. The festivities begin at 4 p.m. with plenty of good food and lots of incredible local art. Proceeds from the auction will help the metals program at um, SIUC, which is unique in the nation. So if you're on the hunt for some unique gifts and would like to sample some cheese, please feel free to stop by and check it out again. This event will start at 4 p.m. this Saturday, September 26th. Yes, and I heard about that last year. They they did an event like that, and this is a uh, very exciting uh, uh, reoccurrence of that happening. <laughs> so let's see. Another one coming up, another happening. Um Let's see here. GLPT. GLPT Community Pride Picnic. Uh, coming up on Sunday, October 4th, that's next weekend, from 2 to 6 p.m. on the grounds of the Church of the Good Shepherd, UCC. That's at uh, 515 Orchard Drive here in Carbondale. There will be food, games, performers, live music, information, HIV testing. Uh, lots of people from the community going to be out there. They didn't mention that there would be pride. <laughs> there will be pride as well. There will be pride. <laughs> so the GT- GGLBT Community Pride Picnic coming up next Sunday, October 4th. Be proud <laughs> and have fun, of course. Yes. So we'll be right back with the news. This has been, th- I don't know if you're aware, but this has been Climate Week. Climate news. The road to Copenhagen. Will we go? President Barack Obama at the UN summit on climate change, September 26th. This has been um, in what New York all week long. It has been Climate Week at the UN summit on climate change. President Barack Obama. The difficulty is no excuse for complacency. Unease is no excuse for inaction. And we must not allow the perfect to become the enemy of progress. Each of us must do what we can, when we can, to grow our economies without endangering our planets. And we must do it together. We must seize the opportunity to make Copenhagen a significant step forward in the global fight against climate change. That's President Barack Obama at the UN Summit on Climate Change, September 26, 2009. There is no better signal of the importance of this fall's activism than the President's recent statements. As rumors float through our rank that Senators Kerry and Boxer will soon introduce the ACES bill to the Senate, it is clear that the pivotal time for community and political engagement is upon us. It's on us to send President Obama 
to Copenhagen with the strongest political backing for bold action on climate change that the history has ever seen. Did you know that there's the Murkowski Amendment? In the last few days, the Senate is expected to vote on a, in the next few days, the Senate is expected to vote on a bill that includes amendments that would block the EPA, that's the Environmental Protection Agency's ability to fight climate change. Not only would this action be huge setback for our efforts to curb climate change and move America towards a clean energy future, it would also send the wrong message to the world community at a critical moment. Well, I mean, we're doing, we've been doing a pretty good job of sending the wrong message. <laughs> yeah. You know? So then for a moment there, it seemed like we might send a little bit of the right message. Well, then. I mean, we're like, <laughs> we should lead, but if the rest of the world is ahead of us <laughs> on almost every major issue, we're not leading. <laughs> no. Or like, I mean, what, Kyoto was in 99. So it's like, this is the new climate change bill. Every industrialized nation in the world has signed on to the climate bill, except us. Yeah. I mean, even China. I mean, the the speech by, what is it, the premier of China was just phenomenal about what they're talking about doing in China and what they are doing in China already. I mean, they are almost ahead of us as far as not wasting energy. Huh. And Obama's looking into it. <laughs> there is no time to waste, so take action now. There's this great great website called ticktictick.org. T-C-K-T-C-K-T-C-K.org. Hmm. There is 72 days until Copenhagen, and so we only have 72 days to convince the U.S. that, yes, we have to do this. Yeah. Yeah, we just saw a movie uh, over over the break between last show and this show called Age of Stupid. And it's it's a uh, pretty exciting movie because it talked about the issue of climate change. And it did it in a, a somewhat fictionalized way because it was f- the perspective from the future of someone who, like, society had collapsed because we didn't take action. He was like the lone survivor. Yeah, he was the lone survivor. He had this archive of all of our information and all that sort of stuff. And he was asking, you know, about the age of stupid, like, why back then, uh, back in 2009, 2010, you know, did people not take enough action? <laughs> so we have the chance to change history and to make history by taking action on climate change. I like I like this saying, read up so you can speed up. <laughs> when will the Senate act? With the House climate bill already passed, all eyes are on the Senate. When will it get moving on climate legislation? Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, Democrat of Nevada, suggested last week that a climate bill could get bumped to next year. But then both the White House and Reed's spokesperson played down the prospect of such a delay. John Rome of the Center for American Progress argues that a delay until January wouldn't really be a big deal. Meanwhile, it seems like we might have a bill after all. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, nobody, it seems like nobody in the Senate is really feeling any pressure to actually implement a bill. Yeah, or well, maybe nobody's calling them and telling them uh, how important it is to do a climate bill. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really, do we have representatives in the Senate? <laughs> Wait, that's not right. Representatives in the Senate. <laughs> Senators in the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> do we have people who represent us in the Senate? <laughs> yes. Really? We could give those people a call. I wonder. Okay. <laughs> we'll think about it. Because that's how we are, Americans. 
Okay, so here's another bit of news. The <laughs> EPA looking at regulation of gender-bending chemicals in drinking water. Really? Yep. Gender-bender chemicals. <laughs> I've heard about this. Uh, the Environmental Protection Agency continues to surprise and amaze. After eight years of sitting on the science and doing very little protection, it is on the move. Now it is looking at what is in our drinking water and considering regulating chemicals used in hormone replacement therapy and in birth control pills, where about 85% of the hormone is peed out into the wastewater system. Some scientists believe that these hormones can affect children in the parts per trillion level and are causing men to have uh, smaller genitals, low sperm count, uh, bigger breasts, uh, testicular cancer, and even possibly fewer boys being born. Uh, it causes girls to have obesity and early puberty. As one scientist said on the program, The Disappearing Male, quote, We are conducting a vast toxicological experiment in which our children and our children's children are the experimental subjects. And uh, it, I wouldn't even qualify it as an experiment because they're not even taking proper data. They're just throwing these chemicals in the water and seeing what happens. So hopefully the EPA will pay attention to that, and we are paying attention to it in the meantime. Have you seen the latest issue of, what is it, Mother's News? Um, no, I haven't. I've heard about this, though, that uh, Carbondale is featured in it. Carbondale's, Have you heard about this? <laughs> I, I heard. People keep telling me about it a little bit. They're like, because first of all, SIU got like a big black eye for being um, from the Sierra Club. Yeah. The Sierra Club gave SIU a big black eye for being one of the top, I think, four worst schools oh. for environmentalism. Yeah. Well, see, what it is is that on, on many counts, it is a good school for environmentalism, but then it's got the coal research program. Which they just got a $300,000 grant to study carbon sequestration. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, well, not to to study whether, you know, putting the pollution underground, whether that pollution will bubble back out. Yeah. That's what they're going to be studying. So, um and I do think it needs to be studied, but I think they need to spend just as much money studying renewable energy, which is not happening. Yeah. I mean, um, so in another newspaper... Yeah, so this, um, well, this article, oh. in my, uh, I do know a little more detail about this article, though, that it mentions, uh, it mentions the neighborhood co-op, um, it mentions WDBX, actually. Um, it talks about how, it's an article about, like, the 11... Most little-known, nice places to live. Yeah, the, like, hidden jewels of America. Yeah, and it gives us uh, points for having independent businesses. Unfortunately, for now that it's <laughs> they've printed in Mother Earth News, everybody's going to move. Everybody's going to know. Well, my hope is that people, a bunch of people who read Mother Earth News and who are of the mindset of protecting the Earth are going to get excited and come to Carbondale. That's what I'm hoping for. There you go. So um, Mother Earth News, the latest issue, puts Carbondale as one of the Hidden Jewels of America. Yes. <laughs> Living in the southern Illinois, amongst the Shawnee National Forest, the neighborhood food co-op, and just the mindset of nature and environmentalism. Yes. So. And community radio to help uh, inform people about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, we in Mother Earth News. We in Mother Earth News. <laughs> yep. Inside Newsweek's new green corporate rankings... On Monday, Newsweek magazine unveiled its first annual Green Rankings, the fruits of a near-Herculean endeavor rating and ranking the environmental performances 
achievements, and reputation of the SNP 500. The resulting rankings are straightforward, almost elegant, but it wasn't uh, a straight or easy path. Like most rankings, of course, they're imperfect. But pick up the issue of Newsweek to see which corporate company <laughs> is the greenest. Yes. <laughs> according to Newsweek. According to Newsweek. So we mentioned we were going to get to this, the, uh, the Yes Men. Uh, d- in addition to having that film, they have been making it in the news. Yeah. Uh, the Yes Men up in Rupert's business. <laughs> yep. Getting up in Rupert's business. <laughs> yes Men pranksters make fake New York Post about real climate emergency. Uh, they contributed to the Climate Week excitement in New York City uh, by distributing fake copies of the New York Post. Um, the illicit special edition of the tabloid warned that climate change could unleash heat waves, flooding, and other disasters over the next decades. Now, I like this. You can view it online, apparently, at uh, nypost-se.com. Yeah, and it's, I mean, literally, it looks just like a <laughs> New York Post website. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it even makes fun of themselves, like, that they're trying to get publicity for their, like, movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they give themselves publicity by <laughs> making fun of themselves. Yeah. They're, they're really clever. I like some of the stuff they do that way. Um, the, the, the actual cover story was in huge type, we're screwed. <laughs> and they got over 2,000 volunteers to, like, give these newspapers out. Yeah. And then in some places, they, like, took the regular one <laughs> out of the vending machines yeah, and, and swapped them. Yeah, a lot of people don't even think of that, Chick. You know, you put in a quarter or two quarters or four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a quarter. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm living in the past. But you, you put in the money and open it up, and then you've got access to that machine. <laughs> you can switch out the cover one, or you can... <laughs> All sorts of mischief the Yes Men can make that way. So that was one of the things they did. The other one they did, now remember, this is a spoof I'm going to read right now. (laughs) I will survive a ball. Survive a ball, your individual climate change adaption strategy. Now, literally, this is like a blow-up suit, okay? Um, The world's most upstanding corporate citizens like Halliburton, Monsanto, and ExxonMobil take climate change seriously. It's a serious opportunity for profit. That's why, in addition to spending millions to perpetuate the energy, environmental, and subsidy policies that sustain their ongoing operations, they've created this gated community for one, the survivable. (laughs) Anyway, um, the yes-men got arrested because they were storming the Pentagon or, or, uh, not the Pentagon, wherever they were having the climate change thing. Oh, okay. They were actually putting these balloon survival ball suits and s- trying to sneak up on it through the water <laughs> and they all got arrested because you know that they, they're attacking yeah it's an invasion <laughs> of the survival balls you can yeah so <clears throat> do a search online for survival ball because you might want to buy yours today the yeah. survival ball they had one of those at the age of stupid premiere too <laughs> yep the the only problem is is you can't procreate with the survival ball. <laughs> yeah, but I guess since it's designed for the end of the world anyway. Well, it doesn't matter. End <laughs> of the world sex is the best. <laughs> Hopefully you, ever... you have it before the world ends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, this has been another exciting 
Yep, hopefully informative. <laughs> it's pretty exciting and informative for me. Half hour. Hopefully you've kept up. <laughs> Half hour of your community spirit. If you'd like to see us online, I almost said hear us online. But, yeah, you can hear us online, too. Hear us and see us online. Um, you don't want to see us at all. <laughs> um, yourcommunityspirit.org. We'll see you again on the radio next week. I'm not messing, just speaking endeavor to level the present. Don't ask me what I am meaning when what's are streaming and gleaming, more people leaning and dreaming. Let's be convening and greening so we be weaning or beaming and we can stop redeeming. Say what, say what? Don't you know what they say? Why you kill a what? Turn